Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's start it off with Jeopardy. Now, Ed, you've seen this, right? Yeah. Rob, you have not? No. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I do think this is relatively easy. If I turn around, all right, so there's only one letter that's remaining that he has to guess. Do you want to read what's there? It's it's, it's rhyme time. Fortune, driving to what I say? Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I, I meant Wheel of Fortune. I'm sorry. Driving to Reno with blank Tarantino. It's obvious that it's Quentin. Yes. So I just wanted you to read that and see how easy the this was. Is, only the Q is missing. Yes. Only the Q is missing. It's rhyme time. Driving to <sighs> Reno with Quentin Tarantino. Everything is spelled out except for the Q. So Rashad Jennings up, and he doesn't know the answer. Here's what it sounded like. I wish I could help. I really do. But if why you can buy some time by spending the I'm wheels. Spend yeah. Yeah. Well, there it is. Driving to Reno with Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> oh, boy. So it was a, it was a sports uh, Wheel of Fortune with Marcellus Wiley. Jared Allen and Rashad Jennings, and that was pff, Rashad Jennings guessing a P. What's up, Rob? Rob's got his hand raised there. You know what college you went to? South Carolina. What? Worse. Liberty. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he is not the academic pride of Liberty. Apparently <laughs> not. It's it, just... I know, like when you're when you're put on the spot there. But come on, yeah. First of all, you don't even have to know pop culture. Yeah, you just have to know English grammar. Yes, there's very few words that that would fit there. That, yes, but he didn't know quite letters. You. Letters, yeah, yeah, letter, yeah. Blank you. What, what come? How many letters come before you? I do like the one that has. Have you seen the one that? And I know it's made up, but it's suppose the answer is luck be in the air tonight. But the ones that are missing, like the L is missing from luck. Um, and B is missing from me. From, yeah. uh, and then from B. the A is there, and then air. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like something different. Yeah. <laughs> Don't guess that one. Um, but, yeah, people have made mistakes, like raking a leaf, where it was supposed to be moving a leaf. But this is one where, and we've seen it, too, where some people are getting greedy and want to make more money, and mm -hmm. they spin the wheel at the end, they land on bankrupt yeah. when they could have yeah. won the damn thing. So. There you go. That That's wasn't the case with him. Negative. Liberty University. All right. Um, let's talk about this. Con man faked having a heart attack in 20 different restaurants to avoid paying the bill.
Could you imagine going through this on an everyday fish? No. What do you want to eat tonight? <laughs> let's, let's go to the bonefish. Ah, bang, bang. <laughs> Got me. Ah. Are you kidding me? And then finally they caught him. This happened in Spain. It was a Lithuanian man who lived in Spain. During his performances, he would fall on the floor, clutch his chest in fake agony. It was very theatrical. He pretended to faint and slumped down to the floor. <laughs> the manager of the El Buen Comer, one of the eateries the con man scam told the son. <laughs> Comer. What is it? Comer. Comer. Whatever. I'm, I'm just reading here. Adis even requested medical attention for his fake heart problems. He was only found out when he tried his skit twice at the same restaurant. <laughs> he went back and faked a heart attack at the same restaurant. Can you believe this? Here, here's a picture of the, the, the young lad. Faking his heart attacks. Oh, he's on he's on the verge of having one. Yeah. <laughs> be careful what you wish for there, friend. And of course you're wearing a stupid t shirt. Yeah. Today will be awesome. I, yeah. I oh. will not pay for a meal today. He's looking real good today. But like we've seen this the the what the dining dashers and all the people that mm-hmm. have set up things, but this is this is a whole new level. Faking a heart attack. How many points I get? Mm. How many points you give me? I ain't giving you any points for him. All right, last one here. Woman spends 15 years getting revenge on a man who spit on her friend by breaking up his engagement and ruining his favorite TV shows. This woman went off. Her name's Linda Solly Hurd. She went on TikTok to where she's had a bunch of views now. Hurd said the man uh, that she tried to ruin his life was so furious that he spit on her friend and called her a stupid fat B-word. So I'm screaming in this guy's face, that's assault, you're disgusting, you're trash, and then he calls her an ugly B-word. So she goes to his Facebook page and finds out his two favorite shows, Breaking Bad and Walking Dead. So what did she become, Joe? A member of Reddit. And she started getting in and finding out all the details of what happens on all the shows, Mm -hmm. and she spoiled the endings for him for every show that he liked. That would drive me wow. insane. Wait, when did this happen? Just recently? Uh, no, this. So she talked about this going on for, for 15 years. She did this. 15 years. Wow. 15 years. She just she tried to ruin everything. She ruined his engagement too to another woman. Um, she said this was back talking about the TV shows. This is back when the shows were airing on TV, and you get one one a week, so you do anything to avoid a spoiler, right? I'd go search for all the spoilers. I'd go on Reddit. I'd get on the forums. Everything. Heard said the man tried to block every single fake account she made, but she kept creating more and spoiling his television fun. I did that for a couple months, and then I'm over the grudge, she said. Um, and and then going as far as ruining his engagement, it's just like, is this too far for someone just calling no, you a name spit and spitting on, on Okay. Spit on me. Well, spit on her friend. It's no, so, well, it's not too far. Go ahead. Calling me a name, yes. That's uh, that's spitting. Insane. No, that's assault, brother. No, assault, man, wait, hold up. I think I think we're 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 criticizing the wrong person. Fifteen here. years, man. That's a lot of time. You spit on me, and the loyalty that this woman showed to her friend. I mean, I need a friend like that. Mm. Yeah, you gotta get close with Ed. I'll spit on somebody for if, you. If you're friends with Ed, <laughs> you could do anything in life. And it wasn't your fault. For, yeah. It wasn't your fault. She contacted his fiance and sent him all kinds of stuff about her and just kept bothering her until she finally was done with it and then left him. Ed so. will Ed will blame society, the woke, your preacher, the woke, your parents. <laughs> the woke. Hey, I tried to defend you yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I, I, hey, and if you notice, I stopped talking. I just hey. 
<laughs> you did. The woke. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jeremy Carr. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Mike Preston joins us at eight thirty. We'll talk about this Baltimore Ravens. Give us his outlook on this game against the Lions. But on the other side, our week seven picks right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's pick-up time on this First Responder Friday. All right, so last night I had Jacksonville. You two guys had New Orleans, right? Yep. All right. Listen, listen to Jeremy. Why are you listening to me? You're in first. I listen to you. It's your fault. All right. Vegas, Chicago. Who you got, Ed? I have Las Vegas. I got Vegas. All right, that makes it easy for me. I'll take Vegas. All right. All right that's the one, I think that's the toughest game of the week. Do I want to bet on Joey Baloney? Or do I want to bet on the backup quarterback for the Raiders? Both these teams stink. Yep. All right, Cleveland at Indianapolis. Jeremy? Indianapolis. I'm going Cleveland. Ed? I'm going Cleveland as well. I think Cleveland gets it done. They but they're not Cleveland? contenders. Neither one of them are. So it's pretender versus pretender. <laughs> who's, the, who's the biggest pretender? <laughs> who's the great pretender? Yeah. Oh, ooh, yes. Ooh. The platters are. Ooh, ooh. Hey, Buffalo at New England. Ed? Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo. That's not a keep it moving game. Surprise. I mean, it is, but like, it's not. I don't think it's ridiculous to take a home team there. Washington at New England. Uh, I'm sorry, at Giants. Jeremy. Giants. Washington. Washington. All right, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Ed. Notice I gave him that first little purpose. <laughs> Tampa Bay. I'm going Tampa. Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh at Rams. Jeremy. Pittsburgh. Rams. Rams. I'm either dropping way back or, or going into the lead this yes, week. Because right. I think this is the yep. I think this is the Black Sunday where a lot of underdogs what? A lot of underdogs win. Why well, gotta be black? Yeah. I, I didn't make up what it was called. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I never heard that before. Yeah, you've heard Black heard Monday, Black, black Friday. Friday. Oh, look, were they fo- coaches get fired on Sunday? No, teams lose. Like Black Saturday. You don't know nothing. Black Sabbath. Arizona at <laughs> Seattle at I'm going with Seattle. I'm going Seattle. Seattle. Green Bay at Denver, Jeremy. <laughs> Denver going to win. Green Bay going to win. Green Bay. Chargers at Kansas City, Ed. KC. Oh, I'm going to say, don't you do it. No. KC. Yeah. I think the Chargers might get them, but I'm going KC. Miami at Philly, Jeremy. Philly. Miami. Miami. Oh, this is definitely Black Sunday. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to Oh, Black Sunday, Bama Lamb. Oh, Black Sunday, Bama Lamb. 
San Fran at Minnesota. Ed. San Francisco. San Fran. San Francisco. There you go. They're picked. And, of course, we had our pick earlier. Baltimore Ravens. Jeremy, give me a score. I think I had 24-17 Ravens. Yes, you did. I had 31-27 Ravens. Ed. 27-24 Ravens, and I feel very uneasy about this pick. Really? I really I, I had the Lions until yesterday. And that's because of one injury. Yeah. Mm. A big part of their offense, though. I felt Ravens going to take care of business from the beginning. I think the Ravens, I'm, what I'm afraid of is they're going to lead into the fourth quarter and not score, and Detroit's going to pull it out. That's exactly what I'm worried about. Well, there's about. always that. Yeah. yeah. There's always that. Why do they do that, uh, Jeremy? Why you, you ask me a question when I'm trying to sneeze? Why they do what? Why do you, uh, Why do they always like pump the brakes in the fourth quarter? I, again, they play they play not to lose instead of to win. I think there's a huge difference of, yep, we've done enough here. It's like me cleaning the house. My wife wants me to sweep up in the kitchen. Do you think I'm picking up everything off the floor? No, nah, I'm sweeping around that stuff. That's what the Ravens do. They sweep around the sweep stuff. Around. Until the other team comes looking like, oh, damn, man, there's a mess under here. That's what happens to them is that they just play so conservative. And then when it's time to flip the switch and turn it back on, you're still in that conservative mindset. And it's like run on first, run on second, and then see what happens on third. Ed, do you think this is defensive issues, man? Defensive issues? Yeah, for the Baltimore Ravens, this all on the offense. I think it's mostly on the offense. I think the defense played really well this year. and I think They've given up five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it's just they're playing really well and keeping this team in games. And I just, the offense has been really disappointing, in my very, opinion. Very. I'm serious. I, I just, I don't, uh, I'm very disappointed. I think that's the best word to describe them. Just disappointed in their effort, um, schematically, more so than anything. Well, you know, and I, I talked about, too, this week in the NFL that we have, um, you know, a lot of, cl- uh, like, Close games or what should be close games. We don't have any double-digit point spreads. The largest ones we have are Seattle uh, minus eight and uh, Buffalo minus eight and a half. The rest of them, we got a five and a half in KC, a six and a half on Monday night with San Fran. Everything else is three or less. Everything. That's a tough week, for sure. This is Black Sunday. Right. It's going to be. What? You just make up stuff, man. I don't make up stuff. Ain't nobody ever heard of that before. I'm going to look it up. Please, look it up. Look it up. Jeremy, who's the star on uh, Sunday for the Ravens? The star on Sunday for the Ravens will be, uh, it's going to be Lamar and Roquan. I mean, I look, I, I feel like I'm going to two easy ones here, but I think Roquan's going to make the difference. I think the, and you know what? You know who the star on Sunday is going to be? It's our boy Mike McDonald. That's who it's going to be. He's going to pull out all the stops and make this team one-dimensional. Taking it to the streets. Taking it to the streets. Who's the star for the Ravens on Sunday, Ed? Kyle Hamilton. Man. Okay, I got a witness here. Joe, who did I just ask you about for Sunday? Status. Kyle Hamilton. That's what I was going with. Really? I had Kyle Hamilton. I was going to say two sacks, maybe an interception. I think he has a big day. Yeah. Yeah. I was going Kyle Hamilton on this one. By the way, Black Sunday was a movie with Bruce Dern where they tried to blow up a blimp above the Super yeah. Bowl. In the oh, 70s, yeah, right? That's right. That's an old, old movie. Yeah. 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Black Monday was a 
stock market crash in 87. I think the, the first Black, one he- oh, Black Friday was the one in the Depression, you know. And when, and when the white socks cheated, it was the black socks. Well, I said, if it's bad, it's black. I ain't make up the rules. I, uh, I don't like the rules. Well, it's got to be black when it's bad. <laughs> Is it always bad when it's black? Black plague. Black death. Those are the same thing. Yeah, but... they're, they're the same things. We'll let that go. I know, but I know it's the same thing, but it's got a different <laughs> name, too. It was called Black Death. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't think of it. I don't think it was called the it was called Black Death, the plague. <laughs> that was the subtitle. <laughs> Maybe that was part two. <laughs> part two, the plague. Not dead yet. <laughs> Black Death, electric boogaloo. <laughs> Do you remember that? Monty Python with the carrying people yeah. out for the plague. Yeah. Not dead yet. <laughs> Throwing them in wheelbarrows. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, NCAA investigation for Michigan sign stealing. It's not baseball. This is football. We'll talk about that at 845. But on the other side, we gave you our perspective on this game between the Ravens and the Lions. Here from Mike Preston from Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com. Up next on The Fan. 831 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn is joining us from Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com. Courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He is Mike Preston. Good morning to you, Michael. Good morning, Rob. How are you, sir? Man, I couldn't be any better right now. Not any better. Yeah, it, I, I feel you, man. It's Friday, mm-hmm. last day of the week. Ravens yep. playing Detroit Sunday in the, in the big show-me game. Let's get it on. Let's get Let's it on. on. And as they get it on, Mike, on Sunday at 1 o'clock, what side of the ball concerns you more for the Lions, the Lions offense or the Lions defense? Concern? Uh, I don't have a concern about the Lions at all. I'm more concerned about the Ravens in their secondary and how they're going to match up against you. those Detroit receivers. Um, they haven't been healthy. The Ravens haven't been healthy. Uh, Marcus Williams is, is basically playing with one arm. Marlon Humphrey is playing outside again, and he's probably better on the inside. Brandon Stevens. Is, is playing well for a guy who used to play safety but now playing corner. But they're going to pick on him. They, they go after him. So I'm concerned about that. And to me, the key to the game is, is pressure. they got to get pressure on, on Jared Goff. And if that happens, um, they, they, they'll probably win or have a good shot of winning. But if they don't, this could be a long game. I agree. What, what do you think about the Lions? I mean, obviously they beat the Chiefs in the season opener, and they're five and one right now. I just feel like a lot of people still don't believe they're for real. Well, I mean, look at all those first round picks they got and how they built their team up. Yeah. Uh, you, you look at their interior lines; they're physical. That that's a physical butt kicking football team, which is what I like about them, and that's why I, I like this matchup. You know, because the, the Ravens do have that physicality. I mean, and, and they went in in Cleveland, did a number one on the Browns, who who were a good team. Um, they did a number on Pittsburgh, even though they lost the game. But physically, they outplayed them. So this is a test here. And and you know, Rokon Smith probably said it the best when he goes, uh, I'm, "I'm we're in the show me business. I'm in the show me business. They have to show me." Uh, and that's what I, I just made fun of and said, "Okay." And you have to show them too, yeah. because you have all of those high rankings defensively, and 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 they got the high rankings offensively. So 
Let it happen. And and, and, and this is the, the game. This is the barometer game right here. This is this is the bowl game for the Ravens so far this season. It's this one right here. Mike, do you think they made the right decision by not taking the bye after the London game? Or will it kind of ultimately be decided on how Sunday goes? Oh, I probably would have taken the bye just because you're playing three games on the road. Mm-hmm. And then you, you went to England. And then you, you, you left uh, like on a Monday after you played Pittsburgh and you lost that game of physically, mentally, it's draining. And, and people don't want to talk about it, but, you, you know, when you go on the road and you're sleeping in a strange bed and the time difference is, is, a, is a couple hours or whatever it is, it, it's tough to get adjusted. And then you come back home and you have to readjust. So, and you're playing a very physical team. That wants to prove that hey, we are in the in the upper echelon of the National Football League. I probably would have taken a bye. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Mike Preston joins us from Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com. Uh, Mike, uh, a woman from Savannah Park called earlier by the name of Beth. I think she asked a great question. Question that I have for you, and I want to make it even more specific. What are the Ravens going to do to help their running game, specifically the running game from the running backs? there's only so much you're going to get out of that group. I mean, it's limited. I mean, Edwards is a straight-ahead runner. We we already know that. Uh, They they got Justin, who's the the backup, and he can get outside, but he's not an every-down type back either. No, he's not. So and, and, And then that's what you got. That's what you're left with. Because when Dobbins went down, and, and, and I wasn't that impressed with Dobbins in the preseason, watching their practices, but you, you had three. You had numbers. They don't have those numbers anymore, so they're limited. You know, and and he, thought of, and he thought of adding Mitchell? Tomorrow. And, you know, I, I think that might happen. I think that might happen because of his speed. And, and that's, a, that's a different element than what the other two have. That could happen, but um, man, it, it's tough to, to put in a, a rookie in a game like this. <laughs> Just okay, get out there. You're back now. Um, I, I think the Ravens hit him anyway. I, I, I'm not sure about the injury and, and to what extent, but they, they knew what they were doing because he flashed in the preseason. So you hide guys like that, but the, the running game it's, it's limited. It is what it is, and they have to deal with it. And thank goodness they got Lamar Jackson because he makes their running game much better. And and Rob. Most of his runs, a lot of his runs last week, they were not designed. He just took off yeah. and made plays happen. And, and and still, they bring in a new offensive coordinator. That's the best play. It's still Lamar on the improvise. That's the best play. <laughs> well, th- we discussed this earlier. So I, the, the Lions have the best run defense in the league, um, yards per game. Does Lamar mitigate that because of because it's him? That'll be interesting because the Lions have speed. They can run. Um, that's an interesting matchup because um, you, you see some of these teams that have the speed, like the Colts. Uh, in the second half of that game, the Colts basically said, Lamar, you're not going to beat us. We're going to match up, and you're not going to be running around. You're going to have to beat us with, our, with your arm. I think that's the best way to play him or at least make him force him into that situation. I think the Lions are smart enough to do that. They have the coaching staff in place to to pull that off. So they could neutralize them to a, a certain extent. And I would spy them 
I, I would because the, the, the guy, when he gets out in the open field, and uh, I think Monkey said it best yesterday, it's his vision. You know, that guy can see things that are pretty unbelievable when he cuts. And uh, that's, that's the key for him. What do you think of Aiden Hutchinson? I mean, we were talking earlier, what was it, a couple weeks ago, Eddie had the one-handed interception yeah. on the pass off the line. I mean, he's just, he's an absolute freak. Reminds me a lot of, uh, very similar to T.J. Watt. Yeah, I saw him earlier this year, and I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were moving him around. At one point, they even had a plane over the nose. Man. Mm-hmm. Just, you, you know, those kind of things cause problems because it, it changes your, your your blocking scheme and your protections. But to me, I'd still put them against the right tackle because they're bigger, slower, and just say, go fetch. And he has a motor. That guy, man, when he gets after it, he gets after it. He doesn't stop. And, uh, yeah, he's going to cause all kind of problems for the Ravens. And, you, you know, you, you look at their, their two tackles, uh, especially Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley has not played well this season. Boy, he, he wasn't very good last week either. Um, he's struggling. He's struggling. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's not like they got to go to McCrary and say, well, we're paying this guy whatever he's making and we're going to replace him. That doesn't happen in the NFL. It's a, it's a business decision, but – Keep an eye on that matchup because if they see that he's weak, they'll, they they will attack that. All right, Preston, give me a score for this one. Despite all the doom and gloom, <laughs> I still like the Ravens because they're home. Yeah. Um, and, and even with Detroit, and I've seen them play, I, I think they're good. But I, I don't know how good yet. And, again, it goes back to proving yourself. And, and guys, I'll, I'll leave you this one because I take the Ravens 21-17, 21-18. Did you guys notice um, this week where they asked Lamar about the difference between their team at halftime, and he came out and started talking about halftime adjustments? Yeah, he did. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. my. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh, 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 my. And, and, Rob, we talked about that Monday. Yes, we did. Yeah. You know, saying, hey, guys, and – What's going on with this team is they could they play lights out in the second quarter, they run it up, and then all of a sudden, and I said, well, you we have to look at halftime adjustments. What is actually going on? Because the other teams make them and the Ravens don't. So I, I just, when he said that, I just started laughing. I'm like, ooh, this is good. It's getting kind of spicy here. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Three consecutive games being shut out in the third quarter is not good, Mike. Not at all. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Preston, thanks a lot, man. We will see you on Monday. Yep, I will be there, fellas. All right, thanks a lot. Right, thanks, thanks, Mike. Mike. Preston, Baltimore Sun. com. Hey, don't go anywhere. 9.15, we've got Melissa Kim to predict the Ravens win. At 9.30, we have Rick Ritter from WJZ-TV. But on the other side, Michigan football is under investigation again. Jim Harbaugh, again. We're talking college football up next on the fan. I like it. Michigan Got a little sticky wicky again. In trouble yet again. They're becoming the bad boys in college football, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Is uh John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, I'm sorry. Eventually, when this stuff happens, you gotta go. You, you would, gotta go. You would think. But you can't do that in the NFL either, though. No. A low-level staffer with military background has emerged as one of the uh linchpins. The NCAA investigation into Michigan's alleged sign-stealing operation, uh, sources told ESPN on Thursday. 
Connor Stallions, a football analyst with the Wolverines and a retired captain in the U.S. Marine Corps, is a person of interest in the investigation into whether number two ranked Michigan violated an NCAA rule by scouting future opponents in person at games. Sources say the NCAA prohibited such scouting in 1994. This is not good. No. And, uh, you know, as you start to look at this, too, and you wonder about the committee for the playoffs and how everything goes and if there's any sanctions that are going to come down after this, will it fall down on hardball? Like, there's a lot of questions about this. And, and again, it goes back to there are certain coaches, certain organizations that um, know what the boundaries are right. and will go up to the line and not cross it. Other ones will cross it and go, did I do something wrong? I'm not, I, I didn't know. I didn't know we weren't. That's the Bill Belichick way. Yeah. And I think Harbaugh's in that same Sean group. Sean Payton. Yeah. A lot of guys that yeah. will will push the boundaries as much as they can until they get the slap. Well, this guy list. put this on LinkedIn years ago. You should have known this was coming. Mm-hmm. He says he's going to use Marine Corps philosophies and tactics in football regarding strategy, staff, recruiting, scouting, intelligence, planning, and more. Maybe he's gathering should, intelligence. Maybe they should have had some more of that intelligence and we've gotten some more wins over the years. But Well, Michigan? Yeah. All right. I mean, national championships they got? Come on, oh, man. You said that's, wins. That's what the goal you say is. You titles. Oh, come on. That's what you the said, goal is. If you you're Michigan, wins. that's what the goal is. If you're Michigan, like everybody else, is getting into that playoff. No. Once you get into the playoff. Their goal gotta, last year was to win the national championship. They just didn't. The, I mean, when you, it's been a gazillion years since you've been in that position. I don't care how much so money think, they're paying Jim Harbaugh. I think getting there is part of it. Jim Harbaugh has more rushing yards than Bo Jackson. Did you know that? I know that. I do know that. NFL rushing yards, that is. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's the weirdest stat I've ever heard in my life. No, it's not. He didn't play that long. Life. Bo Jackson. Jim Harbaugh. He didn't, Bo Jackson didn't play long. Should have put him on technical. You see how Jerry does that? How he's wrong and then he flips the subject? How did I? How am I wrong? Everything I said was right. <laughs> no, it's not. It's their, their goal is getting to the playoffs. If you are... It's Alabama's goal to win national no, championship because no. they actually won national championship. No, because they it's do. Georgia's goal to win national championship. So it's not Michigan's goal to Michigan's win national championship. Michigan's goal to get to the playoffs to win a national championship. They get, get to the playoffs first. Get a support. They were in the playoffs last year. Get a supporter exactly. of Big Blue and see How what many? they say. How many? See what they say. Hey, Tay, 410-583-1057. Yeah. Is it just getting in the playoffs or do no, you no, want no, a damn no, national no, no. championship? Nobody wants to Go just get in the playoffs. But you got to get it. Tracy's down jump ship. No, she's my hold on, hold on. BS hold on. coach speech. Tracy jump play jump. She met Miami now. Hurricane fan now. She's, well, she's got two kids in different schools. So, right? No, Michigan graduated. Yeah, she's all Miami now. All right, that makes sense. It's funny, man. It's funny. She's a big time. She is like the number one uh, Miami basketball fan in the building. <laughs> it's funny. You see this guy over here? What like, do? No, you the, you got to get to the playoffs before you can. Yeah, I you mean, win the team not, they're not winning national Stop. championships. Stop. They haven't. Okay, Kentucky's no. goal is to win national championship. Kentucky and basketball. What's their goal? Get to the Final Four. To win a national championship. Co- coaches say get to the Final Four. Oh, stop. You're, I get mean, to this, the Final Four. You're, you're trying to weasel out of I'm this. I'm not That's weaseling fine. out of nothing. Get to the they Final Four. They haven't won a Get to the Elite Eight. How is your, na- how to is your goal to win something that you haven't win been in a position conference. to win? Give me the whole t- No, there are certain teams in college football and college basketball Michigan that the ain't... expectation is that you should be winning national championships. Michigan ain't that team. Yes, yes they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Michigan Ohio and Ohio State, State is that team. Michigan and Ohio State are those two teams. Teams in the Clemson's that team. Well, USC, they now. USC and Oregon used to be the teams out west, and they're not. Why not? 
Well, because they haven't had the players until this year. Well, because they haven't been there, like Michigan. Yeah, but USC, you don't think their goal is to win a national championship at the, at the beginning of the year? No. Okay. Hell, Colorado was telling everybody they were they were the best team. <laughs> everybody, they're still telling everybody people, they're the best team. People say a lot of stuff. Mm. Colorado said they didn't really lose. <laughs> there were lessons. Yeah. Ellicott City, Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Good morning, fellas. What up, man? Awesome conversation. Thank you, sir. I, I just I just like rattling Jeremy's cage. I'm sure vice versa. I don't have well, go ahead. I love it because he rattles yours back it's in small ways too, and it's a it's a great combination, man. I appreciate that. I love it. So, two thoughts. One, just to carry on with your guys' fun, Michigan's national championship is being ranked fourth in in football revenue, right? Yep. That's their championship is money, not a trophy, of course. I'm curious if they're self-inflicting these things coming to the surface to possibly mask something deeper because, let's face it, history is going to continue to repeat itself with dirty moves in college football, right? Well, Kevin, you, you've got a, you got a conspiracy theory. I have one, too. I agree with you. I think that a lot of this stuff is coming forward by insiders, and that's probably to get rid of Jim Harbaugh. Absolutely, my man. That's what I mean. Something heavier is going to come to Michigan yeah. one way or another, right? It's yeah. coming. Yeah, thanks a lot, Kevin. I thought that from the beginning, uh, Ed and Jeremy. It's, I'm sure it's very complicated up there because th- that, you may be right. Somebody may, you know, they may want to oust him or whatever. Uh huh. But then again, he played quarterback for them. I don't care. And he, that's got to, you know, it counts for a lot with these guys. Mm, I don't know, man. It's hard to kill one of your own. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you bring him in. He's, you know, he's a legacy. He played there. To Jeremy's point, the internet is slow here. How much is Jim Harbaugh making? What's he making? Uh, eight million a year. Seven, eight. That's what yeah. I. But that's what I would guess. Okay, I don't know. Jeremy, who's really paying that? Seven point oh five million. Who's okay. paying that? Who's really paying with that? the boosters? Is that what you're yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. Okay, who can buy out of that? Now, even though I think you know Michigan athletic department, this, that, and the other. Hey, man, we want to, we want to, you know, get seven point six million actually. Oh, that's moving forward seven point six. You know, we want to get in position to win a national championship. Now, the boosters may see it other ways because they got to the Final Four last year and didn't get it done. Maybe somebody, one of those boosters, don't believe Jim Harbaugh is the guy to do it. And the boot, I mean, you may, you're thinking from the athletics department, they don't want to get rid of their own. Mm-hmm. But when you're making that kind of money, the athletics department is making the decisions. It's somebody writing bigger checks making that decisions. That's the way it always is. And those yeah. guys writing bigger checks. Don't give a damn about Jim Harbaugh playing quarterback for Michigan. They don't care. Yeah. Well, and they and want it, the next hot thing that's going to get them to the next level. And I think a lot of those teams, there are a lot of teams in college football that should have visions of grandeur, whether we think so or not. Like Texas and Oklahoma feels like they should be back on the map. FSU should be back there. LSU, Miami, all these teams that, you know, that we've talked about for years, waiting for them to kind of get back in uh, and, and be a dominant team. Right. Alabama and Georgia just don't leave. Ohio State is always there. Always there. They're always yeah. around. Clemson left. Yeah. Clemson st- exited stage left. So we'll see who gets back. a long exit. Get the hell out. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1057, that's the number. What? Michigan going to go get Urban Meyer? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> who just lost the coach? Was about to lose one. What big program is about to lose a coach? 
Didn't a big program just lose a coach? In Cotton? Mm, it was talks of Urban Meyer taking some job. Michigan State. That's okay. what it is. Yeah. Michigan State. Talks of Urban Meyer possibly taking that gig. He loves his family. Uh, he'll go and something will happen and he'll have problem. health issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens with him. It's health, man. He'll be mm-hmm. all right one with bad health. <laughs> Melissa Kim at 915. Rick Ritter at 930 on the other side. It's the Daily Line with Jeremy Kahn. Yeah, we'll get into tonight. Uh, hit some plays last night, missed some. We'll talk about the swings and misses last night. What are we seeing in baseball, college football? Uh, obviously, uh, we'll, we'll get into the NFL game as well, and I'll talk about some of the things I'm looking ahead to this weekend. That's coming up next here on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 